Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg. This is Lorraine Ball, and today I am delighted to have Sarah Mannix of Mannix Marketing on the line with us. Sarah does a lot of the same kind of marketing that we do, but has some really interesting challenges operating in the New York market. Sarah, we are so glad you could join us today. Thank you so much for inviting me. Sarah, before we got on the phone, we were talking a lot about some of the challenges that we shared and also some that you've really wrestled with a little bit more that are a little more unique to your area. But let's start with some of the challenges that I think we we both agreed on. And it falls under that category of trying to put lipstick on a pig. Yeah, so we were chatting about, you asked me what was the greatest thing, uh, challenge I had and what's changed in our organization. And it's that so many businesses call us up and they say, we want SEO. We want to be, we want to rank number one. And instantly I would go to their website and look at all the things that I could do to change to help them rank. And we would send them out a digital marketing contract to do digital marketing. And that was really putting lipstick on a pig because if you don't start from scratch sometimes, or most of the time, you just don't get as good results as you could if you were to design and develop the site from scratch. Absolutely. You know, we, um, we find the same thing that you create a new page to maybe be a landing page for a particular ad or a particular campaign, but if the rest of the site is still a little wonky, it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's so the way Google has changed their algorithm to really focus on user intent, like does the user really love the website when they land on it, means that you have to analyze the website and look at it and say, what pages are people leaving from right away? Which ones are they spending the most time on? And fix the site accordingly. But to do it from scratch, I think, makes a lot more sense. So when you're looking at a website for a client that's interested in a digital marketing program, what are some of the things that immediately send up red flags that you're like, okay, we're not going to be successful if we don't address this? What are some of those landmines. Okay, so I do, I've run some tests. I love going Google and you can Google Google page insights and I love to look at their page speed and say, do they have a fast loading site? And at the same time, I'll look at the code and say, is the code clean? Because if the site, if Google can't go through the site quickly and the code isn't clean and the site isn't fast loading, that's a big red flag. That's uh, one real quick red flag. From a coding standpoint, let's say the second thing is when I look at their site immediately, is it really evident what they want me to do and who they are and what is their unique selling point? Do I want to buy their product? Am I enticed by it? And I think a lot of sites are just brochureware. This is who I am. These are my services. This is my work. But it really doesn't shout out, why am I special? I think that's a really important point. And it's kind of funny because, you know, I'm an old school marketer. And even going back to when we were creating brochures, trying to get customers to realize that on the front page, you had to let people know that they were in the right place, that you knew what their Mm -hmm. problem was, that you could solve it. And that a big honking logo on the cover of a brochure or a state, your mission statement on the cover of your website doesn't necessarily endear you to me. Exactly. I think that a lot of businesses really need to rethink their brand and their branding 
and they don't take that side of it. They don't take it. They don't think it's important, and they don't realize how important really getting down to the why of your brand, how that can impact your whole marketing from there forth, and why people will stay on your site, why Google will rank you well. It has to do with having a great brand, a great brand statement, and everything else. So. Yeah, it's not about the logo. It's about who you are and why. And making I think the the user very comfortable that that they're in the right place, that that you actually can mm-hmm. solve their problem. <laughs> yeah, I think it's fun because like you, we both do a lot of local businesses as well. That maybe they're trying to pull from a, a fifty mile radius, and you do national businesses, and that's different. But the local businesses, how many of them? don't have on that first screen where they're doing business. Mm. Just like you said, are we, am I even in the right place? Does this person do business in my town or where I, where I live? Often that's important to the user and that's not always evident. Absolutely. I think these are pretty general issues that people are going to face everywhere, but you also are running into some issues that I think will become bigger issues in a lot of markets perhaps because you're in New York and New York is a little bit more litigious, you're running into more issues with this early. And I think that has to do with accessibility of the website. And I'd love you to kind of talk a little bit about that. What a lot of people are aware of the ADA, which is the American Disability Act, and how important it is for stores, for people in wheelchairs to be able to get around, and there are rules for hotels that have to have a certain amount of handicap-accessible rooms, and there's rules around brick-and-mortar stores and businesses. And that has never really touched the web before, but what we're seeing in New York is there's quite a, a lot of lawsuits happening around because there aren't... Uh, Department of Justice determined regulations, there's a lot of lawsuits happening around accessibility for websites. And what that means is that anyone with any disability has to be able to go through your website and use it and perform whatever action it is, book a hotel room, book a, book a restaurant, buy a product. And in Florida, when dixie this summer lost a lawsuit because a blind person could not go through their website and purchase an item. And that just opened up a flurry of lawsuits in New York and, and all over, really, around this. So if someone, a blind person or somebody with visual, visual impairment can't go through your website with a screen reader, then you could be liable for that. And that's something that's hitting New York pretty hard and is a surprise because probably there aren't many websites that are actually fully accessible to all people. And I think you had mentioned that the standards aren't really completely clear yet as to what makes a site completely accessible, but there are some things that people can do on any site to improve the accessibility. Yes, I would highly recommend, I think every um, everybody who's doing their own website knows how to add images. And when you add an image, you can add an alt tag. So from a very simple standpoint, an alt tag tells a screen reader what someone who can't see the photo is looking at. And that is a really important thing to do. So if you have a picture of a product, it should be completely described, not just using keywords. A lot of people put keywords in those alt tags, but really describe that product so that someone who can't see it can feel as if they had had seen the photo 
that's really important, and that will help you rank better. So making sure you get, get alt tags on everything. I think the other really big thing is having labels on your forms. So your number one thing that you want to do on your website is get people to um, fill out a lead generation form for most, most people to fill out a form to say, I want more info. You definitely want to make sure that people using who have accessibility needs can fill out those forms. And so to make sure that those forms have a, a technical thing called form labels, I think those are two really important things that can help. And unfortunately, it's a really deep field making a website accessible. There's a lot to it. So having a, a qualified webmaster who can understand it and help you with it is definitely key. I know there's a lot of people who want to do it themselves, but it can get you in, in trouble. Absolutely. And, you know, I think both of the things that you mentioned are just good web practice, but it is becoming even more important now. Any uh, yeah. last minute tips for someone who's thinking, I really want to launch an SEO program or a social media program or a Google AdWords and I'm going to drive traffic to my website. Yes. If you, um, <laughs> this sounds very self-serving. I would say hire a professional. But if you <laughs> don't want to hire a professional and you're incredibly talented, I would say hire a, a professional to guide you and consult you and either create a blueprint or assist you in that to get you there so that you can move forward because you can waste a lot of time and a lot of money if you really don't know the path to go down. So we work with a lot of do-it-yourselfer marketing companies with their own internal marketing agency and we say, we'll be your partner. We'll teach you what to do. But I, I think that just, just for a, a boss of a big company to think that their marketing person is instantly an expert in SEO because they read, you know, 55 articles, it's not enough. It takes years and years to really know how to rank a website well and, and what's the best what's the best marketing method online to use to um, drive results. So I would say get a blueprint from a professional or a, you know, a guide or consulting if you want to do it yourself. And definitely check everybody's references and uh, reviews and make sure you're working with somebody who's qualified. Awesome. Great. Sarah, if people want to know more about you, where should they go? Uh, ManixMarketing.com. M-A-N-N-I-S. Marketing.com. Or you can just Google Sarah Mannix and find all about me. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. This has been such a fun conversation, great information, and I'm sure people are going to want to learn a little bit more based on some of your suggestions. Thank you. It was wonderful to talk with you again, and I look forward to the next time we get to get together. Awesome, awesome. That will be loads of fun. If you have enjoyed today's conversation, if you want to know more about all parts of digital marketing, be sure to look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.